Hello everyone and welcome to All Blaze No Glory, the podcast. Uh, this week I'm joined by Stuart McClellan, um, who runs Dune the Park uh, on Twitter and Facebook. He keeps you up to speed with all the goings on in Fife and Lothians across the amateur game of football as well as non-league games as well. Um, Stuart's uh, Twitter page is an, like an encyclopedia for those who want to find football in the local area and is well worth checking out. You don't need to go to the New Camp, Tyne Castle or Easter Road to find football. You can find football on your doorstep if you're willing to look for it. Stuart is one of the people that keeps everyone up to speed with where that football can be found and which games might be the best to check out that weekend. So I'd just like to thank Stuart for joining me on the podcast and I hope you all enjoy the interview as much as I enjoyed speaking to Stuart. Welcome uh, to the podcast, Stuart McClellan, um, also known as Doing the Park on Twitter. How are you doing? I'm fine, mate. I'm great. Yeah, delighted to, delighted to be talking to you. Thanks very much. And um, can you tell me a bit, um, Stuart, about how you got into football? Um, well, growing up, I was a stock car boy. I, I raced stock cars till I was 16. Um, when I wasn't racing, I had a thing for hearts, and I always liked watching hearts. Um, and my local club, Rathwell Athletic, as well. So when hearts were away from home, I'd go and watch raffle play. Um, that was a, a common occurrence. But the raffle games were suited me better because, obviously, the stock car started at, like, 5 o'clock. And I used to race myself, so it would be a case of getting over the racing as quick as possible. So raffle was a better option for me. It was local, and my dad wouldn't moan about coming all the way to Gorgie to pick me up. So that's, that's how it started. I went to I went to two games growing up that I hated. I went to watch Hibs play in the School Cup final. Uh, they got uh, they won 1-0. I just hated it. I don't know what it was. Um, I don't know if it was how loud it was. Um, and my dad, eh, my dad, my mum took me to watch Celtic play at Parkhead, the old Parkhead. And I just, I don't know again if it was too loud, but when my auntie asked me to go to watch Hearts Atletico Madrid, it just seemed a lot like I fell in love. I, I loved them. And that was it. That's how it started. Cool, cool. And um, you, you mentioned the stock cars there, not to go off on too much of a tan- tangent, but was that at Cowdenbeath you would race the stock cars, is it? Yeah, um, we are basically an Edinburgh, well, we're, before before Cowdenbeath you had a track called Newton Grange that was, uh, they basically moved the stock cars over there. My dad used to mechanic for many drivers in, in Newton Grange and that's where I first went. But obviously we followed the trend and went to Cowdenbeath in a race. 97 to 2001. Okay. So, good times. Cool, cool. And uh, did you ever did you ever feel a little bit bad about messing up the pitch at uh, Cowdenbeath? Because I think I went once and there was a, a car skidded across the penalty box at one point. Well, I'm not going to give too much away, mate, but my nickname's Flymo. That says it all, really. That was my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So, so um, you, um, you obviously you run a Twitter uh, account called Doing the Park. Um, that yeah. keep, has its eye on um, lower league and, and junior football. Um, first and foremost, because it confuses me, what's the difference between non-league and junior football? Um, well, junior football's your Broxburns are sort of like I don't know how you could describe it. Like Broxburn and teams like Broxburn, uh, Blackburn, um, teams like that. They, they guys, they guys get a wage of some sort. They maybe get like twenty pound a game, and they're probably. It's, it's probably a bit better, but I myself love amateur football more than anything because it's mere honest in my opinion. It's guys who are 
guys who are fighting for their their town, and it's all friends of guys who are from the town. I love that. I love the passion. So much better in my in my eyes, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I notice sometimes um, when when you're tweeting things out, there's there's teams, and I'm sort of like, what's that team? I've never heard of them, and things like that. So. Uh, is there a Sunday league that you go to as well as sort of midweek stuff and 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 Saturdays? Doing the park, we started um, with just Saturday teams, and it has been up until this season. But um, my my brother-in-law to be plays for a team on a Sunday called Burnside Tower, um, and I'm helping him as a coach this year. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still going to try and cover as many games as I can, but that um, that's my Sundays basically was my day off where I would actually go and just chill out and watch a game and no report on the game. I would actually enjoy it a lot more than I would. I mean, I, lo- I love my reporting, but it's just I can chill out and watch the game. Can it's a lot it's a lot better. Um, so, I mean, th- as of this season, I'll be doing a lot of PM Sunday games, just trying to stay away from the team I'm coaching, so I'm not very that biased, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. And 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 what made you decide to, to start covering so many... Um, so many games that you know in the lower leagues. Well, going back to watching Hearts, um, when we first started the page, me and a guy called Robert Mann, uh, Robert and me had the idea what it was actually watching Rathal. I'm a Rathal boy. We're watching Rathal v Balerno play, and we came up with the idea that can these teams, these teams didn't get much coverage. Um, I don't know if you remember the the pink newspaper, the in Edinburgh I used to have a, it was every Saturday night I, I would myself queue up for it and I'd read it page to page get, came one end to the other um, and it would be that was my dream to make it like a sort of social media uh, version doing the part the social media version of it and uh, I mean it's growing every 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 week we're getting what 30, 40 followers um, and I just feel the, the more the better and it's, it's now the goal we were doing a goal scoring chart as of up to about maybe a week ago and the hassle we had it was stressing me out, uh, so we got rid of that, and now it was just a case of like putting the results up. No hard at all. The league tables can be a bit tricky, but it's it's no hard, and it just means that I need to get out and see every team. But that might be the hard bit. But we'll we'll stick by it and we'll try our best. It's it's only fair to give these teams uh, the coverage they deserve. Can I mean they all they all put their uh, their money into the club and they're, they're all doing it behind the scenes. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been to to three games now that you would, I guess, you would class as, as non league or, or lower league football. Two at Broxburn, uh, one at Livingston United, which was pretty unique because there was no floodlights and it was midweek, so you could tell it was starting that you know dawn, dusk was coming, sort of thing. Which was, but there's something I don't know a, a bit more magical about it in the sense that you, you're closer to the action and there just seems to be a lot more pride in it than perhaps going to watch. Yeah. You know, your professional teams, is that what you find about it? or? Well, that's, again, right. So, doing the park, the reason it started was I was watching Hearts during the Levine era. Uh, I don't know if you know Hearts well, but that was a really bad time. And it was a time that stressed me out. I mean, that year we decided to follow Hearts home and away. I don't think we, I think we missed one game all season. Uh, and then I just decided, I'm like, I'm paying 32 quid for a ticket to go to, say, Celtic Park. Um, I'm paying for I'm religiously buy programs uh, so I'd be buying a program and see I was going for a drink and you're talking 100 quid um, and that's when I decided I'm going to take I'm going to try and follow Rafa for a bit they were my local team I'll just follow them it's free and I'll probably enjoy it 
and that's where it came. You know, that's where I got the idea. It's, it's in my opinion, brilliant. And you, you meet guys, I met loads of pals for life. I mean, you look at Burnside, the team I'm helping, they, they, they guys they guys are my pals. And I didn't know them about two years ago. And uh, they became one of my, the two of my best mates through, through, through football. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's that is brilliant. That's it's the, again amateur sports where the where the friendships really are are made. And in terms of uh, the um your your games, you've been, obviously been a lot of games. What's your sort of most memorable games that you've been to? Well, we um, the one that meant the most to me being a Rathle boy was Rathle Craig Hill. I made a match day program for it and sold sold about. I think we sold about. I think we got 200 made and we sold most of them. I might have still got about 30, 40 left. That was a big day for me. I mean, obviously, Raffle won the league. I can't prove that I'm... I can't show that I'm a bit biased, but, I mean, being a Raffle boy and watching them since the early 90s, it meant a lot for us to win that cup. I say us. They may win that cup. And um, that meant... That was great, but the game that meant the most... The, the, the game I, I really enjoyed was... It was a Saturday after that game, and it was Craig Phil, the team that played in the final against Christoff and Dynamo. And it, it was the one time that I struggled to report on it because literally from the 80th minute to the 94th minute, there was about five goals scored. Ended 6 all. It was one of the best games I've ever seen in all forms of football. It just was brilliant. I think, I'm sure Craig Phil were up 3-0 at one point and it ended 6 all. It was brilliant. Loved it. Well, that that's that's exciting, exciting stuff, and and where obviously Rathos is a place close to your heart. But where's your where's your favourite place to go and watch a game? I love Broxburn. I love the Albion. Um, I don't know. I, I just another club that's sort of close to my heart because they're local. And uh, I mean, I write a bit in the program now, uh, just sort of introducing a new club every every home game. So that. I don't know if it's because of the raffle game when they won the cup. I don't know. It just means a lot. It's a place that I like. Well, it's um, one of my claims to fame from uh, I'd done a bit of blogging is that I actually featured in the Broxburn programme, I think it was last season. So I'm not sure if it was yourself I've got to thank for that or not. But um, I managed to, one of my blog posts about my first visit to to Broxburn, um, they were playing Linlithgow, um, was... Yep. Uh, was was featured in the program, so it's one of my one of my claims to fame, I guess, in the football world. Um, was that the was that the Chris? Sorry, was that the the one at Christmas time last Christmas or a couple of Christmases ago? Uh, it was uh, yeah, the Christmas they they announced that they were reducing the 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 amount of people who could go to a game to five hundred, and obviously the yeah. Premiership decided to cancel all their games. But uh, that game went ahead, and it was there was it was at capacity, and it was it was a great game. Um, Lithgow won, but it was a, an absolutely fantastic yeah. game. Yeah, yeah that, I'm sure that's the game we went to, and we loved it as well. I'm sure Lithgow won three one that night. If I remember right, it was it was brilliant. Two 0 I think. I think they got a penalty, and there was like a, this goal was one of the best goals I'd seen from the Lithgow yeah. striker. He, he yeah. sort of turned and it's blasted the it top corner. Yeah. yeah, it's the same game. I remember it. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah. Again, these teams like Lalifco and they've got a lot of hope in the future. Can these these teams could? I mean, it's been proven with teams like Edinburgh City. They just need a couple of bit of luck, and they could go up the divisions. I mean, they get a, a lot of good funding there. They could they could do all right. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I truly think so. I think that certainly the, the setup with Broxburn, um, and I understand that Linlithgow is very professionally set up as well, is um, it would, would stand them a good stead because they've got quite a good local following as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, where's your where's your um, favourite place for a pie in football? Um, you mentioned Broxburn, so uh, that's probably one of them, but is, is there anywhere else Aye. that good pies? Well, obviously, I was speaking to a guy at work today about this, um, and he said something about East West Linton. Um, but I've never heard that, so I obviously can't comment, but Following the games, that I mean, I'm mainly amateur. We didn't get many pies. Um, but uh, what I do, one story I will say was watching when Dunne Park first started, the first year we started it, um, we followed Rattle to Greenlaw as Borders, Borders team. And they had pies and they had ball rolls. And that was lovely. I mean, they've not got much to choose from because it's the only time I had a pie at an amateur game. But I would say that's probably the best. Brilliant, brilliant. And are you a Bovril person yourself, or you, um, is it tea or coffee you drink at the at the games? Bovril for me, mate. Love Bovril. Because <laughs> I've never really got it, um, and <laughs> I've I've tried it before, but uh, it's not it's not for me. But um, what what is it that is so special about Bovril in football? Have you got an answer to that, or is it just that's the well, way? It's just when, when you're when you're young, it just it's. I don't know. It's it's just a, a memory, isn't it? You remember it being warming you up when you're wee, and just liked it. I don't know. It just reminds you of football. It's like when you go to Tincastle and you smell smell the brewery. It's, even now, if you drive past it, you go, "Oh, it just brings back good times." I think that's all it is. I, I do enjoy it. Cool, cool. And then, and and you might mention Tynecastle there, and a bit of a Hearts fan. And you said you you've been to a lot of the away games. Where's the sort of the best place to go for an away game in the in the top flight or in or well sort of the upper flights of uh, Scottish football? Uh, well, I'm going to judge this on Manny. Um, Manny's disabled. Uh, she's in a wheelchair, and that's Manana and Manny are the two that got me mainly into Hearts. So, following with for disabled access, I would say our favourite stadium to go together is Kilmarnock. Um, we've just the view's brilliant. You're right, but you're right behind the goals, and obviously the grub's no bad either. To be honest with you, it's really good. <laughs> cool. And uh, the season's obviously just begun. Is there is there any standout players that you've you've uh, witnessed this season? I think you posted up a couple of goal highlights um, a couple of days ago as well. But who's who stood out for you this season in terms of players or teams that are? Are ones that you would recommend people should go and watch because there's something special going on. Uh, I'm going to go with Logan Lee. Uh, they're a team in West Lothian. Uh, the guy who I've been speaking to doesn't believe that I think they will. They'll win the league. Uh, be, well, I say they'll win the league. I think it'll be between them and Long Nidry. Logan Lee are a. Um, I did, well, I've done a program piece on them. I think they've been called many names in the past, but they're basically a community club. The community runs the club. Um, they're, everything around them is, I mean, like, to, to prep for the season, the, the, the community comes together and they cut the grass, they, they paint the fence. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. And uh, well, I've, I've seen them first day of the season against Long Nidry Villa and they looked frightening that day. So they're the team that I'm most impressed with so far with what I've been reporting on. Cool. And uh, 
So Logan Lee, where, where are they? Where are they based in West Lothian? Addywell. Addywell, right? Okay, because it it, the name Logan Lee didn't pop up to me as a place that I was I was too familiar with. Um, yeah. Uh, and what's sort of what's the next sort of batch of games you you're going to be covering um, over the next few weeks, and and where where can people look out for your for your reports? I'm going to be covering twice this week. Now, obviously, with, a, with what we said earlier about the goal scorers, I've been trying to cut it back a bit because it's stress because it was literally like we had in the goal scorers and doing reports. You're talking like seven, eight hours a weekend working on it, and it's just too much for a guy who's got a family myself and can life. You know what life? You know you, you struggle for that on a weekend. So now that the goal scorers have been cancelled, which I think is the best bet, considering the fact that. Can ten about ten teams weren't giving you the scorers, so you're 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 losing that out. There's no point in doing that if you're not getting the goal scorers. Yeah. Anyway, um, the games this weekend there's going to be a double header. We're going to watch uh, Clermiston AFC against Standerhall Miners on the Saturday, and on the Sunday we're going to watch Stockton Sounders against Falkirk. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay, and if people are interested in going to particularly the amateur games. Um, Where's the best place they can sort of look up apart from in the park? Um, where 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 can they find out more about these teams and where they can see them? There's guys, um, there's guys on Twitter. A guy called Kenneth Bryce, and there's a guy Simon eighteen seventy five. I think his name is. Then he quote me on that. You, if you search on doing the park, I'm sure I follow them. Um, in fact, I do. I follow them both, and they guys are the same as me in a way that it's a different sort of style. They guys do it live. And they do it on Twitter Live where I do a report, but they guys do the same, the exact same thing. Um, what they do for the local, for the for amateur football is brilliant. And I mean, I don't find it hard work at all. I, I'm sure they'll say the same. It's it's a joy to do it. I love it. Can I was the greatest school. I've learned more doing it doing the part than I did at school. <laughs> um. Well, it's it's brilliant stuff you do because it's it's quite it's very in depth and it's uh, it's at Dun the Park on on Twitter. There's no hidden underscores or anything I'm missing there. Oh no, at, at Dun the Park and obviously on uh, Facebook as well. Dun the Park. Um, well, I encourage everyone who's got an interest in in amateur football or football at all to 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 give you a follow, um, because there's a a lot of stuff on there and you'll discover some teams that you didn't know. Or maybe playing right around the corner from from you, um, as as I certainly uh, noticed when when I was I was like, oh, there's a team in Curry that I didn't know about, and there's a team here and there and everywhere that I didn't know about. So it's really great stuff that you you do. So uh, keep keep up that. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Um, and uh, just lastly, um, we obviously we do live in Scotland, and uh, a lot of these a lot of these games that you're going to be sort of. You know, uh, not well covered or or anything like that. What what's your what's your tips for keeping warm in Scotland at the in the winter games? When I was a wee boy at the stock cars, my dad used to just say, "Run on the spot." That'll do. <laughs> well, there you go. You got a bit of exercise. Stamp, you stamp your feet. <laughs> stamp your feet. Really, <laughs> well, well, I will certainly be following, and um, I, I've. Obviously, like yourself, if you said about life and everything, and I can imagine that it's a lot of work you do, and it's it's great work you do for the game. But um, hopefully, I'll manage to come along to to a game, and I'll maybe even see you see you there doing your reporting. 
Um, but thanks well, for coming on. Ah, cheers, mate. It's obviously again hard work as well. We've got. Uh, I promised them and give them a shout out. The boys. Um, well, I've started an over thirty-five scheme this year, along with my, bro- my brother-in-law, um, and that's. I mean, they're buzzing that I'm on this, so I'll give them a shout out as well. I'm in Star. Um, that's my team. The team that I'm sort of helping. Well, but I founded it, and I'm taking training and picking the team, and so I'm doing all that as well, which again is a joy. But here's open. Bring it on. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, yeah, I, I was going to say to you, if there's anyone you want to give a shout out to, so that was, was that Amon Star you said, was it? Amon Star, yeah. Um, the, I mean, the reason they're called Amon Star is it's, it's basically five of side guys that I play with uh, who are all based around the River Ammon. Uh, and we got the name Starfy. I know we didn't know what to call it Rathlow because folk would know. <laughs> That's my team. So we called it after an old Rathlow team called Rathlow Star that was from the 70s. So that's why. I'm in Star. Yeah, that's that's where we got that from. So, yeah, yeah, and uh, Rathlow itself. I mean, it may as well since you since you've mentioned Rathlow a few times, it is a uh, it does have one of the nicest sort of uh, little um, I guess you would call it a kind of greasy spoon uh, sort of newsagent place that serves amazing bacon rolls as well. If anyone's want to go to uh, and catch it, get a bacon roll in the morning. Am I right? I'm, I can't, Right, you've got me stuck. I'm sure it's number seventy-seven. It's called. It's a lovely wee place. Yeah, um, <laughs> sure it's this number seventy-seven on the main street. Great place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's brilliant to talk to you. And as I say, that the work you do and the and the efforts you put in, as I say, it's it's got me looking around. That I I follow a lot of different sports as 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 you know. Um, but yeah. uh, it, it get me looking around, going well if I'm. If, I'm maybe going to be free. I can maybe go and catch that, or um, the work you do is excellent for anyone who's maybe not sure where they can they can catch a game of football on on the cheap. And I, I I say that loosely. It's not about being on the cheap, but you can catch a game of football that's reasonable to watch and get really close to the action and and basically hear the the leather being scalped on the ball, which I think is for me is what I I loved about it compared to going to watch. Dundee Livingston where it was all I could hear was people booing and shouting for Ian McPeak to get sacked so um, <laughs> so it's it's been great for me going to these games and I'm hoping to to catch a couple more I, I think the next one I've got target is Whitburn Juniors um, are hosting Broxburn in a, one of the cup competitions so I'm going to I'm hopefully going to check that out next next week um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Um, and everyone, please check out at the Park on, on Twitter. Um, and thanks very much. Thanks, mate. And same to you. All the best. Uh, love what you do as well. Followed you for a, well, a couple of years now. Brilliant work. Well done. Thank you. Thanks to Stuart for coming on the podcast. At the Park on Twitter if you want to follow him. the Park on Facebook if you want to check him out there. Puts his game reports up there. Different... Um, scores of the week, players of the week, league tables, where games are happening, who might be a good game to go and check out, all sorts of different stuff. So really it's worth a follow of at Doon the Park if you like football at all. It's worth following. Even if you think, I will never go to an amateur game, then it's still worth following because you never know when you might have a free Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning and you want to get out of the house 
and watch a bit of football. So it's definitely worth it. I did enjoy the little bit about Stuart saying he was Flymo. I've been to Cowdenbeath race car um, before and I can tell you there's a few Flymos and pro possibly a few Black and Deckers as well. Uh, so um, I did enjoy that story. Um, I have to confess that this was recorded on the 1st of September. So the games um, that Stuart's referring to going to, um, he's actually been to. Um, I know that the Clermiston one finished 5-0. Um, so lots of goals, but maybe a little bit one-sided. As well as that scoreline, I also discovered a team called at White Lightning FC on uh, Stuart's Twitter feed, um, which is just the best name for anything ever. I was surprised they weren't from Dundee Uni, to be fair, based on how my uh, mates that went to Dundee Uni used to consume White Lightning on Triple Hammer, which I don't even know if is still a thing. That aside, please do check out Stuart because uh, he does a lot of good work busts his backside um, for uh, the game of football and his passion for it is uh, worth following. In terms of future podcasts, I'm hoping to do um, a URC or a United Rugby Championship preview episode uh, next time, looking ahead at how Edinburgh and Glasgow might fare in that, um, hopefully with a special guest. So um, check that out next week. If you're not interested in rugby, then there will be other stuff following that. It's different sports as I say most weeks looking at different topics or different conversations within those sports or even just introducing a sport and why you might like it so please um, do not hesitate uh, to get in touch if you want something covered if you want to um, be on the podcast and talk to me about a specific sport I, I'm open to um, speaking about any sport with anyone. Uh, finally uh, just a little plug for the British University Ice Hockey Association podcast returning um, Rambo and Nick's uh, podcast is back. I'm pleased to be doing this. It's always going to be near and dear to my heart. It was something that made me realise that I love podcasting and I love basically talking into the void and hoping that someone's listening. Um, so do check that out. If you want the link, please send me a message and I can be sent to you. Um, it's pretty niche. It talks mainly about university ice hockey, but hey-ho, it's worth, it's worth listening to because we normally go kind of off the piste. Anyway, Hope you all enjoyed yourselves this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers.